The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Beitza has been dedicated anonymously of Meir ben Esther. Amen. Amen. Masechet Beitza has been dedicated as well Mazal. Amen. We bless our anonymous sponsor that Bezat Hashem he should be blessed with Arichut Yamim, health, Oshir, Veoshir, Vechavod, and Bezat Hashem should be Zocher in the near future to raise a family uh, and continue all his good work for the community. Amen. Today's daf has been dedicated by Mr. Isaac Shehabad in honor of his parents. Jack and Marilyn. Hashem alehim you Amen. Daf here. Today's daf is being studied. Le'alun Shmat Abraham ben Esther. Ruach Hashem Tanihanu begin Eden. Amen. Today's daf is being studied. Refuah Shelema. Mazal Bat Miriam. She overed Nituah Ayom. En Narefanala. En Narefanala. En Narefanala. Fata Nefesh. Fata Guf. Fata Krawala. Wabichin Yerasov and Omar. Amen. We begin today's daf on the valid Amud Bet. And we start from one, two, three, four lines before they get wide. Starting from the words Itmar. And the Gebarah says, Itmar, we have a statement, Regarding the two days of Yom Tov that we have in Galut, outside of Eretz Yisrael, where they have two days, from the Torah, only the first and the seventh day is Yom Tov. However, in Galut, they would celebrate a second day of Yom Tov because they had a Safik. They had a safek originally when Bet-Din designated Rosh Chodesh. Was Bet-Din designating Rosh Chodesh on the uh, the last month? Was it on the uh, 30th or was it on the following day? So therefore that's going to make an, a difference if Yom Tov is a day early or a day later. Now they didn't get the word since they were living outside of Eris Israel, far away. They didn't get always the word when Rosh Chodesh was in time for the holiday, so we have to celebrate two days. So the Gebarah wants to know that uh, regarding the Galuyot, the people in the exile that are celebrating two, two days, what if an egg was born on one day, one day of Yom Tov, regarding the second day? So the Gebarah says, Rav Amar Bezu, who was born on the first day, Muteret Bezeh, it's permissible on the second day. The Rav Ase Amar, Rav Ase said, Nolda Bezeh, Asura Bezeh. He says, no, born on the first day, it's Asura on the second day as well. So the Gabbana wants to analyze. Lema Kasavar Rav Ase, must be that, or let us say Rav Ase holds, Kidusha Ahati. Which means, if you say that both days are really just considered one Kidusha, meaning it's like one long day. Which means when the rabbis instituted uh, Yom Tov Sheni Shil Galuyot, they instituted it in such a way that it's considered just one long Kiddushah. It's not considered two separate days. And therefore, if it's considered one big Kiddushah, so then already it's like considered one Yom Tov. So therefore, if it's born on this day, it's going to be Asur on the second day as well. So that's to give us thinking at this point. Now, Comes the Gemara and says, "Veharav ase mavdil miyomat tava lechavre." Hold it. We know that Rav Ase doesn't hold that the two days of Yom Tov of Galut one is considered one long day. Why? Because we know that Rav Ase himself that kept two days of Galut. Obviously, when he was in the Galut, he kept the two days that he would make havdalah after the first night of Yom Tov. Wow. Which means on Motsa'i Yom Tov Rishon, he would make Havdalah. He would say, Baruch HaMavdid Ben Kodesh Lechol. Now what does that show? That obviously he holds that the second day is really Chol. 
right? But what? They're keeping it uh, because that's the uh, the custom, we'll call it. But not because it's one long Kedushah, which is when the rabbis established that in Galut you have to keep two days, they didn't keep it to make it as a, you know, as a, considered a real Kedushah, like it's all one long day. Because you see, the rabbi himself made Havdalah, as she says, Rav Asim Mavdil, three lines down. Umibarech. Hamavdir bin Kodesh Lechol. The Kasabar Kimlan Bikviah Diyarha. Listen, today we know exactly when Yom Tov is. In his, by his time already, the Hachamim knew exactly when Nush Chodesh was and what the calendar was. The Yom Tov Shini Hol Gamuru. And therefore they really know, like we know today, the second day of Yom Tov, we really know it's Hol. Umishumin Hag Avotenu. The only reason I kept the second day was, and that was the minhag, שלא ידעו בקביעות החודש כמונו, ועשאו מספק מאליהם, אנחנו עושים אותם. Which means we're only keeping the second day, because ah, that was the minhag, that our forefathers, but it's not really, you know, a kiddushah hot, they didn't treat it with the same severity as Yom Tov Rishon, and the proof of the pudding is, that I would make, havdalah. So then the question is, if you made havdalah, so then why is the betzah that was born on Yom Tov Rishon, asud on, Really, he had a safik. How do you treat the second day of Yom Tov? Do you treat it really that when the rabbis instituted the second day of Yom Tov, after we know the calendar, maybe they treated it as a real Yom Tov, like the first day of Yom Tov, not... As a separate Kiddushah, they treated it like the original institution. Just like in b- before, when they didn't know when the date was. So that was a, you had to treat it as, maybe it was Yom Tov, they had a real Kiddushah. Even after we f- found out about the calendar, maybe the rabbi still treated it as the original institution. Or maybe no. So he was misupak. So what did he do? So he took the Chumrot of both. How do you take the Chumrot of both? If it's one Kiddushah, Betzah that's born on this day is Asura on that day. If it's two Kiddushot, he made Havdalah. So never have Aseh protected himself. Right? He hedged the, the bet. He did everything in order to, to cover himself. So look at Rashi. Rashi says, Safukeh misafkele. Im hok hachamimu. If it's a, just a law of the rabbis, Shutala la galyot nidorot. Even if, let's say, there's going to be a lot of rabbis that know exactly the times, which means, if the rabbis takana was, listen, you got to keep two days regardless. Whether you know the day, whether you don't know the day, which means, even if you're going to know when the Shodesh is, you're going to be experts in the calendar, we want you to keep two days. Then already it's considered like a Yom Aruch. Or did the rabbis really come along and say, no, 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 the only reason why we're making you keep the second day is only because it's a safik. If you really know the kibyuta of the Hodesh, you'll have to make Abdallah. So since Rav Asim himself was misupak on the institution of the second day of Yom Tov, how did the rabbis institute it? He did both. Now, he asks the question, how can he make Havdalah in Safik? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but he says, How can he make a ask this question? So the Ridba answers a novel interpretation, but you can't say it in Nashi. But the Ridba says, no, in the middle of the Tefillah, he threw in like an Atachon Antanu. So it's really not a Beracha, but he threw in a, uh, a, a line of Havdalah in the Tefillah itself. Another interpretation could say, no, listen. Really, it's not a problem of Sefeq over here, because really, Minat Torah, we know for sure, it's not Yom Tov. After the time when we do the calendar and everything, we know, like an hour time, we know for Minat Torah, really, it's not a Sefeq. The second day of Yom Tov, when we celebrate it in Galut, in Eres Yisrael already, it's Cholamoyed. So we know today that it's not uh, a, uh, a safik. And we have to keep the holiday. So there were minat Torah, really it's not a berachah about Tala. So that's why she says he was able to even make a berachah. So on the Torah level, really it's not a, uh, a safik. In any event, comes the Gemara and says, Amar Bizera. Bizera says, It makes sense to go like Rav Asseh. To say like Rav Asseh, why? Ta'idana. This is in our generation. 
Yadainam bikviyad yarha. So we know the kibbutz of the chodesh. We know exactly when the chodesh is based on the calendar, and we know we don't have a safek. Vekavdinan treyome, and still we're following two days. So that she says, It makes sense to say that the egg that's born on the first day is going to be asur on the second day. Why? Kimlan bikviyad yarha ibehashbon. Which means we know already today when the Rosh Chodesh was. Which means if today we're keeping two days, must be the rabbis wanted us to keep two days always and treat it like one extended day. Because really today we know everything. We know exactly when the Rosh Chodesh is, we know when the holiday should come out. So he's trying to say it's Mistabir, not. Let me point out when we say it's Mistabir like Rav Aseh. Not like Rav Aseh did. Rav Aseh held it's a safik. He himself was misupak what the rabbi's institution was. That's why he kept the humrot of both. He made Abdallah on the side to say that really the second day is hold. And he said the egg is asur on the second day, treating it as if it's Kodesh. But Rabbi Zerad is saying it's mistabir like Rav Aseh's law that said the egg is asur. Why? Because it makes sense to say the egg is asur. Because bottom line today, that we know all the dates, and we know exactly the count, and still with keeping the second day, that must mean what? That the rabbis want you to keep the second day, not because of Sefik, they want you to keep it because that's the original Takara, and if it's considered Kodesh, like the first day. Therefore, Nolad Bezu is going to be Asura Bezu. So, Mr. Be like the B as Amar Abaye, Kevate the Rab Mistabra. He says, no. To me, it makes more sense to go like Rab. Nolad Beze, Mutar Beze. Why? That now we learned in the Mishnah, Berishona, originally, Hayu Mashi'in Mashu'ot. How did they announce Rosh Chodesh to the people in the exile? They had torches. They would uh, come on the night, let's say, of the 30th, right? When the witnesses would see the moon, 30th of the month. They would stand on the mountains, they had torch signals, and from one mountain to another mountain, like it says in Rosh Hashanah, until the people in the exile would see these signals, and they would know to make the next day Rosh Chodesh. What happened? The Kutim. Which those that didn't believe in, let's say, the Torah they came along and made trouble. What did they do? They would make fake smoke signals. They would come on the 30th night, even though it wasn't Rosh Chodesh, and they would stand on the mound, they would give these uh, uh, signals. Now the people in the Galut, they would think it's Rosh Chodesh. No one wasn't Rosh Chodesh, because the Kutim are giving them false signals. We can't trust the smoke signals anymore. We have to send messengers. Now, once you're sending messengers, the messengers were not always able to reach uh, the uh, the destination on time. Now, the ilu batlu kutim. Now, if the kutim would become batel, and if we would get rid of all these kutim, avdinan hadyoma, which means that we'd go back to the original takana to make one day. Which sounds like really the only reason why we're doing two days is because we had this uh, problem over here of the Kutim, and therefore we had to send messengers. And since the messengers will not get there on time, so now we had to, we didn't know when the Shodesh was. So therefore we had to do two days, Masafik, implying that what? If the Kutim problem went away, he'd go back to the original Takana. So you see, really the second day is only a sefek item. So therefore, an egg that was born on the first day, should be mutar, on the second day. Now, right? or let's say if the shiluhim uh, would reach their destination, which means we would do one day. Oh, so now let's just read that sheet for a second. So look at that sheet, but shona. Before the Kutim, uh, you know, made trouble. They made these fake uh, torches. They would raise the uh, the uh, the smoke, like we said. Okay. That's how the people close and far knew the Rosh Chodesh. There was only one Yom Tov everywhere. Because everybody really knew the exact time. They can only 
you know, walk, let's say, up to 15 days, but the place that were 15 days away, they're not going to know exactly when the first day of Yom Tov is, let's say Nisan. Right? They know Rosh Chodesh Nisan, it takes them two weeks to walk. Now a guy that's two weeks away, already has to start doing Pesach. So therefore, they're not going to know. So therefore, they would have to do two days. Now, the Ilu Batlua Kutim, Hadari, Right, we would make one day in every place. So in our time also. If the Shiloheim would reach the destination before Yom Tov, You see over here, this was not a Gizirah, you gotta do two days. Regardless, there was a logic. Because of this problem, we made you now do two days. Get rid of the problem. Go back to doing one day. So today, that we got rid of the problem, uh, basically. So we like, oh, no, we should go back to really saying that's really one day. The second day is just really uh, a sephik. And therefore, it's really whole. Therefore, no, that bezu should be mutar. Bezu. So the So then now that we know the kibbut of the Chodesh, so what are we even doing two days for? Which means what's already you tell me we know the Rosh Chodesh today. So it should be like the olden days. Go back to one day. Which means in the olden days the only reason you tell me they did two is because the Kutim. The Kutim were giving us uh, false uh, signals. We had to send messengers out. The messengers wouldn't reach. So you have to do two days. Today we don't use smoke signals. We don't use messages. Today we have the calendar. Today it's all a set formula. So the Chaurap, it's a set formula. We should go back to one day. So give us, you know why? So we had a, uh, they sent us a, uh, uh, a message from there. Says, uh, from Israel. Keep the minhag. Keep the minhag of your forefathers that kept two days. Why? Zimnin de gazru shmada. That's the uncensored version as the word Shmada. Which means the Goim are going to make a Gezerah. And you're going to come to make a mistake. What's the Gezerah that she The Gezerah Malchut that she had, Gezerah. Could be there's going to be a Gezerah that the Goim are going to say, no learning. And you're going to forget exactly the secret of the calendar. Of how to establish a calendar. And instead, you're going to make a mistake. Since you're going to make a mistake, mm-hmm. but you're going to still do one day. Which means, what, what, what can happen? The only reason why you know the calendar is because you have the formula. Because you know how to exactly establish Rosh Chodesh, know exactly when to make Haser, when to make Malin, and when the holiday is going to come out. But the rabbi said, you know what? Keep two days. Why? Maybe they're going to make a gezerah. The Torah is going to be forgotten. And you're going to continue your way of thinking you know how to make ta'ibur. When you really don't. You're going to end up making one day. And it's going to be done faulty. And could be if you got the wrong day, you're going to end up eating hametz on the last day of Pesach. And therefore, you know what? Keep two days Regardless, so it comes out according to the Gemara, the logic of why we're keeping two days is because of this minhagav otechem biidechem. Okay, so let, let let us review over here the, the the two sides of how the Gemara is looking at how this takana went. According to Rav Aser, Rav Aser is holding really he had a sefik how, how how this is working. Did the rabbis when they said keep two days tell you keep two days as a yom tov? This is the way we did it. This is the way we're keeping it. As Yom Tov, Aruch. Therefore, Nolad Bezu, Asud Bezu. Oh no. That they kept it as the second day is really a sefik. It's really Hol. And therefore, because really we know the Kibbut HaHol. Therefore, that's why he may have Dalai even. On Motzei Yom Tov, Rishon. And uh, it's really a sefik. Therefore, Nolad Bezu should be Mutah. But he was Mahmoud on both sides. He was Osev the Egg. And he may have Dalai. Because he had Mesupak. Now, according to uh, Rav, Rav is clearly saying, Nolad Bezu, Muteret Bezu. And, and the logic he brought is what? And originally they did the torches. Which everybody, everybody did one day. It is Israel, 
Galut. It was all one day. Everybody knew exactly when it was. The only reason why they changed the two days in Galut was because of the, the Kutim. So we had no choice to keep two days because we really didn't know. We couldn't trust the smoke signals anymore because they were faulty. So we had to send messengers out. The messengers always couldn't reach their destination. So the people that were very far had to keep two days. Okay. So the Gemara says, uh, and the place that the messengers reached, they kept one day. Uh, so the Gemara says, if that's the case, now that we have Kiviyat uh, Odish, so that's like smoke signals, which means we know exactly what we're doing. What are we keeping? Two days at all. No, that's already The rabbi said, don't change it. Because even though now you know the Soda Chodesh, you might not know it at a time when there's a Gezerot, and therefore you might come to make a mistake. So therefore, for protection in Galut, keep the both things. So comes again and says, Itmar. Now we go to the next case. Shnei Yamim Tovim. Okay, now we get to the two. So that that's the uh, case of we have machloket between Rav and Rav Aser. Now we give another case. It was two days of Rosh Hashanah. We have a case of uh, two days of Rosh Hashanah. Rav and Shmuel, Tami Tarvayu. Rav and Shmuel both said, Noda bezu asura bezu. Two days of Rosh Hashanah. It's born on the first day of the egg. It's asur on the second day. Why? Ditnan. We have a mishnah. Originally on Rosh Hashanah, which is Rosh Chodesh incidentally, they would accept the testimony for the moon, for the sighting of the moon the whole day of Rosh Hashanah. Which means, the first night of Rosh Hashanah, everybody would treat it as Kodesh. You don't know, maybe the witness is going to come tomorrow. Right? You can't go to work, and then all of a sudden, in the middle of the day, the witnesses show up. We saw the moon last night, now it's Rosh Hashanah. So everybody... From the night already before was treating it Kodesh. On the effect that what? The witnesses are going to show up. And the law was, the witnesses can show up all day long until sunset. That was the original Takana. Tamahat, nishtawa aidim lavo. The aidim came late. Came late. What happened? Vinit kalkilua leviyim beshir. The leviyim messed up in the shir. The tamitsha bin arbayim, the leviyim would sing the song of the day. If it was Rosh Hashanah, they would sing the song for Rosh Hashanah. So what happened? Since the Edim came late, so the witnesses said, you know what? Uh, they're not here yet. It's probably a weekday. They're probably not showing up by now. We've already been out of time. It's the late afternoon. So what they do? They sing the sheet of Hol. Now what happened? The witnesses showed up after. So that we saw the moon last night. Oh, now they really realized it was Rosh Hashanah. And now the Levim sang the wrong song on the Qurban. So the rabbis were all upset. That uh, it's such a kalkala uh, came out. Now they weren't worried about shahrit making a mistake, because the takana was in shahrit. You're always saying hol, because the majority of the years the edim would not show up on the first day. So for the rabbi that a takana, you're always going to do hol on tamitsh of shahar. That was the takana. So it's not a mistake. That's the takana. But tamitsh in the That's when you have to sing the song for the rosh hashanah. And what happened? One year they showed up very late. The Levim obviously felt they're not coming. If they didn't come by now, they're not showing up. So they sang the whole song for the Qurban. And then they came after. So what did the rabbis do? We're only accepting witnesses until Minha. Which means after Minha, if the witnesses come, we're not going to accept their testimony until the next day. If they came from Minha and on, they would still treat the first day Kodesh, even though it really wasn't Kodesh, because they didn't accept the witnesses. Yeah. The next day certainly was Kodesh, because again, the, the, if the rabbis don't accept the testimony of the witnesses, they can't sanctify the Rosh Kodesh. So now we have to understand the first day is Kodesh. The second day is Kodesh. So therefore, even in Beddin, in Eretz Yisrael, where they knew everything, even Rosh Hashanah, there was two days. So therefore, the original Takana of Rosh Hashanah was always a two-day holiday. Not, not Misafek, like we have in Galu, two days, because we don't know. Even in Beddin, where they knew, it was originally instituted as a two-day holiday. That's what they mean, Yom They treat it as one long Kedushah. 
So therefore, an Shana, even in Eretz Yisrael, an egg that's born on the first day is a suit on the second day, because that's, that's not a safik. The original institution was Rosh Hashanah has Kiddushah of two days. Now, the only question is, on the second day, I understand why he made it Kodesh. He made it Kodesh is because when the witnesses would show up after Minha, you push them over and say, listen, uh, you know, too late, you missed the cutoff, we don't want to ruin the, or let Tamicha bin Arbaim, the song already, and therefore, yeah. We'll accept you for tomorrow. So the next day definitely is Rosh Hashanah. So what the rabbi should come along and say is, the first day, hold. How come the rabbis didn't just make the first day? At that point, tell everybody, uh, today's hold. Uh, so what they were worried about is, worried about the following year. What's going to happen? What's going to happen is, the witness is going to come late in the afternoon again, right? So the people are going to say, yeah, we remember last year already, where we kept the whole day Kodesh. And then what happened? The rabbis told us, yeah, false alarm, it's, uh, it's not uh, Yom Tov. So in order that the people next year will not be mizalzil, and what's going to happen next year? They're going to say, you know what, we're not keeping it, we're gonna, it's not going to happen. And the is going to come before Minha, and really the day is going to be Kodesh, legitimately, and they're going to do Melacha. So therefore, so that takala doesn't happen, the rabbis, uh, you still got to treat it Kodesh. Again, you follow, so you're following how, how the rabbis instituted Rosh Hashanah in Israel. The first day, if the witnesses came before Minha, that's it, it was the first day, game over. There's nothing to talk about. There was one day Rosh Hashanah, yeah, one day Rosh Hashanah finished. They came before Minha, that's original, there's no questions. Scored is finished. But it was possible in Israel, in Bedin, to have a two-day Rosh Hashanah as an institution, as a, as a halakha, as a chok, as, as, as an institution of hazal. In which case, well, once they made a takana that the witnesses that come after Minha are not accepted, so the Kolat Tamid Korban is not ruined with the wrong song. So now the rabbis came along and said they come after Minha, the first day is Kodesh, and the second day is Kodesh. The second day is Kodesh, because that's when we accept the witnesses now. The first day is Kodesh because we don't want to make them do Melacha, and next year. They'll also do melacha early in the day, and the witnesses are going to come before melacha. They can end up doing melacha on Rosh Hashanah. So, therefore, since it has a status of is a case that you can have two days from the from the law of Hakamim, the way it's instituted. Therefore, no da bezu, asura bezu. What about people who do one day? No, so again, so that's why they're trying to... Nobody would do one day. Who's doing one day? They came before Makkah, and those people in the Bethany area did one day. No, again, you have to... Who's talking? I haven't sure I'm talking now after the Beth HaMikdash. But they're just saying, since the original institution of Rosh Hashanah, even in Eretz Yisrael, but by the Bedin, it was a two-day scenario. So therefore, when they made the Takana outside of Eretz Yisrael, outside the Beit Hamikdash, two days, it was modeled after the Beit Hamikdash, and therefore the Beit Hamikdash is one long day. The three days are written. Kilo Levim Beshir. We'll see in Nashi. Tamid Shabena Arbaim, Shamru Bo Shira Shel Chol. What happened one year that in the Tamid Shabena Arbaim they said the Shira of Chol. Sevurim Shelo Yavo Od. They thought the witnesses were not going to show up anymore. Vayom Chol. They thought today was Chol. Mushebau when the witnesses showed up, Nimsah Shu Kodesh. Well, we're not worried about what they did in the morning. Which is even if the witnesses came early in the morning, always in Tamid Shel Shahad they sang Chol. So then, well, there was never a problem of Tamid Shel Shahad. So there was no problem of Tamid Shel Shahad. Like I said, even if the witnesses showed up at 6 o'clock in the morning, the Tamid Shel Shahad was always every year Chol. But Tamid Shel Shahad was the problem. Now, Adam and Ha. 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 After Tamid Shel Shahad. Adam and Ha. Adam and Ha. Or the Maya, the rabbis would push it. push it to the next day. They would start counting Rosh Hashanah from the next day, meaning 10 days later it was Kippur, 15 days later it was Sukkot. Now even though if the witnesses came later, right, so now you got a problem. Well, we already decided we're not going to accept them until tomorrow. However, no we're not going to treat this day, which is the 30th day of Elul. We're not going to treat it Bechol. Uh, we finish the day Be'isur. Just like they were careful and told them the from doing Melachah. The rabbi said, finish the day Be'kdushah. 
Alma. So what do you see from here? Tehilat Asiyah, the original institution of Rosh Hashanah, Shenei Yamim Rosh Hashanah, Afilu Bebeddin. Right, even in in Beddin. Velo Mesefek. Not a Sefek anymore. We don't know which day. This is the we're telling you. Two, two days. Sharev Vadai Shiyom Tov Lemahar. We know for sure the rabbi tell you to do which is the original takana of the rabbis was do two days. Even though we know tomorrow is Rosh Hashanah because we push the witnesses, still keep this day as well. And therefore what do you see? The rabbis made a takana do two days. Now, the people that are away from Israel, they should do it every year, two days, why? Now they don't know when the Adim came. The people that are far away, they know if the Adim came before Minha or after Minha, they'll never know. So therefore what? They always have to treat it as the case that what? They came after Minha. Therefore they have to always treat two days Kodesh. Now again, it's not a Safik anymore. That's the Takana. Takana is, it's two days. Safik means, we don't know, is it this, did the moon come out this day, the moon come out. Here we know everything. We know all the facts in front of us, but the rabbis instituted Chok. Rosh Hashanah is a two-day event. Kakazet. Lomis Afik. They're giving you the rule. So if it's Lomis Afik, that's considered Yom Ha'arikhtah. It's one long day. Therefore, no, not Bezu. Asura Bezu. Exactly. By the Kiddushat Torah, she says, Ahat. The end can lomar miman nafshach. Had minah yuchol. The Shema end can hold elash name Kodesh. Exactly. Which is, we're not going to say, well, maybe one's whole, maybe one's Kodesh. That's not what, it doesn't work like this, one's whole, one's Kodesh. Here the rabbis will tell you, Shnehem, Kodesh. Kodesh. Understand, normally, we understand, Sefek Yom, and maybe this is the whole, maybe this is the Kodesh. On Nosh Hashanah, the rabbis were telling you, both are Kodesh. They didn't say the first thing is Sefek, the first they got to treat Kodesh, and the second they got to treat Kodesh. What to tell you, that both, both days are Kodesh, so that was considered Yom Ehad, Aruch. That's why Dorat Bezu is going to be Asura Bezu. In Hutzlaris as well. Hutzlaris as well. Dafka Hutzlaris, because that's exactly where the case happens. That comes again and says, Amaraba. Rabbah comes along and says, Metakanat Rabban Yohanan ben Zakai ve'ilach. But from the Takana of Rabban Yohanan ben Zakai and on, Betza muterit. After Rabban Yohanan ben Zakai's Takana, the egg became mutar on the second day of Rosh Hashanah. What was the Takana of Rabban Yohanan ben Zakai? Did not. Mishakana bet HaMikdash, after Rabban Yohanan ben Zakai was destroyed, it came Rabban Yohanan ben Zakai, sheyu mekabrim edut ha-hodesh kol ayom. He said, you know what? Now we don't have a problem anymore. There's no more Bet HaMikdash. There's no more Tamit Shabin Arbaim. We're not worried about singing the wrong song. And therefore, for now on, you know what? We can accept testimony. The entire day. And therefore, even if they came uh, after Minha, they would make the first day Kodesh, and the second day, Hol. So they were, in Eretz Israel, there was really uh, always one day Kodesh and one day Hol. They would accept the, the, the testimony on the first day. They wouldn't they would, they would have to come to a case of two days. And they would never push off witnesses to the second day. Again, if they didn't show up on the first day, so the first day came out was Hol, retroactively. And the second day we treat as Kodesh, but it was really one day Rosh Hashanah. Oh, so therefore, once the Bet HaMikdash was finished, so therefore we go back to the original Takana, and therefore even in Chutz Ta'aris, we're going to model it after the Bet HaMikdash, and therefore it's a Sefik, one day Kodesh, one day Chol, which even though they'll do two days, but now the two days has a different different, different mechanics. Now the two days is a Sefik, because we don't know what happened, let's say, in Israel, right? Because we're far away. Okay, well, not even far away because it's, uh, there's no way we can get these signals. It's Rosh it's, it's, Chodesh. It, it's the day itself. But it's not even time for us to know. So therefore, we have to keep two days, but now it's Mesafik. Maybe the first day is Rosh Hashanah. Or maybe the second day is Rosh Hashanah. If it's born on the first day, if the first day was Rosh Hashanah, the second day is Chol. If the first day is Chol, so the second day is Rosh Hashanah, it's no problem. So you can have Chol to Kodesh, it's Mutar. So therefore, the, once the Ben Yohanan bin Zakai did away with this uh, institution, in Chutz the two days work as a sefik, and therefore Noda Bezu Muteret Bezu. Comes the Gemara says, "Amba le Abaye, the Rabu Shmuel the Amrit Tarvayu Betza Asura." So we talk about. We just learned Rabu Shmuel, which was also after the times of the Beit Hamikdash, much after the Ben Yohanan Ben Zakai, and they said Noda Bezu Asura Bezu. 
I'm calling you a Tanah Rabban Yohanan Ben Zakai And you're calling me Rabban Shmuel I'm telling you facts I'm telling you once Rabban Yohanan Ben Zakai made this Tanah He did away with the Betzalo And you're calling me Rabban Shmuel So the Gebra is okay Rabban Shmuel Kasha Matnitin Okay so how do Rabban Shmuel learn this Mishnah Because this is the Mishnah Ditnan Mishahara Bet HaMikdash Shitkin Rabban Yohanan Ben Zakai Shum Mikam Yadukul Ayom How do Rabban Shmuel Learn this Mishnah because you can't argue with the Mishnah, Rabban Shmuel. Right. The Mishnah clearly says that Banyan did away with the Takana of two days uh, Rosh Hashanah in Beddin. Yeah. Where they accepted the testimony the first day. So therefore it's really a Safik. So if it's a Safik, Rabban Shmuel, why you tell me the egg is Asur on the second day? Lakasha. So simple. For the people in Eretz Yisrael, you're right. The egg is born on the first day of Rosh Hashanah, eat it on the second day, because for them, it's really a safik. Once the Banyan did away with the Takana, you can accept witnesses the whole day, for them, no problem. However, for the Bnei Bavil, once the rabbis instituted for them that they always have to do two days two, two days Rosh Hashanah, now originally what was the institution why they do two days? Because they modeled it after Betty. Because in Eretz Israel, even it's possible for them to do two days, not Mesafik. Two days because the rabbis instituted two days. And we're still keeping two days there. Since you're still keeping two days, we're not going to change the dynamics of the two days. The two days are going to remain like they were originally. Two days of Kodesh. He's different. What happens is like this. Rabban Shuel is saying, I agree. I can argue on him. I, I don't argue on him. Okay. But Ban Yochanan, for sure, he said for now on, except witnesses, all day. All day. And therefore, in Eretz Israel and Betin, meaning uh, where the Takana was done away, the first day could be Rosh Hashanah, the second day is Chol. Or the opposite, the first day could be Chol, and the second day be Rosh Hashanah. However, in Chutzla'aris, they always did two days. Even after the Takanav Rabban Yohanan Ben Zakai started to do two days because they didn't know what day to witnesses came. So what Rabban Shmuel was saying, since we kept the Takanav Chutzah to do two days, we're not going to change the dynamic of how the two days work. Because we never changed them. Since we always kept them on their two day schedule, so we're going to keep the two day schedule according to the original enactment. And since the original enactment of two days was... Shnei, I mean Kodesh. Below Misafek. We're keeping that the same thing until now. So Rabbi will agree to Rabbi Yohanan, but in Israel you can change it. Because in Israel we went from two days to one day. But in Bavir, where you're keeping two days, so you never change your two days anyway. So once you're not changing two days, we're not going to tell you, well, now the two days is working with a Safek. As opposed to earlier, he was working with Kodesh. So there was a Halan, the Halihu. Comes to Gebaran and says, The Rabbi Yosef Amar. Rabbi Yosef says, No. Af metakanat Rabban Yohanan ben Zakai ve'ilach. Even after the takanat Rabban Yohanan ben Zakai, Betsa Asura. Even in Erech Israel, the Betsa is going to be Asura even after the takanat. How could that be? So he says, My ta'ama, what's the, what's the reason? Which means the original Takana, which the Gemara is thinking now, the original Takana of this Betzah, uh, when they established this egg, that's Nolda Bezu, Asura Bezu, was established by Hachamin. The Minyan, meaning the Minyan of the rabbis. There was a, a convention of Hachamin, uh, there was a quorum, they got together, and they were Posek, Nolda Bezu, Asura Bezu. In order to undo a halakha that was established by a quorum of the hakamim, you need another quorum, another minyan to come along and to undo it. And therefore, to give Rabbi Yosef, uh, at least at this point of the opinion, that's saying, listen, once the rabbis made the gezerav, noda bezu, asura bezu, it's not going to... It's not going to change. And therefore, even though the Ban Yohanan now made his law with the witnesses, the law of the egg stays. Amar of Yosef. Now how do I know my rule that I just gave you? That once the rabbis make a law, 
they themselves have to come and uproot it. Right? You can't just come along in another generation, and uh, or, or, or you cannot come along. I'm sorry, you cannot come along and just say on your own. You know what? The reason doesn't apply anymore because that's what we really want to say over here. We want to say that what the rabbis made an institution what that the egg is asur on the first day as well as the second day. Now the Banyu Hanamid's a guy comes along and says, you know what? Now we're going to accept witnesses the whole day. So you want to come along and say, well, once you accept the witnesses the whole day, so the law of the egg really shouldn't apply anymore. Because really now it's a safik. Now it goes back to safik yom tov, safik hol. No, 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 no. You can't get rid of a halakha just because the reason doesn't apply anymore. You need the rabbis to come back and say, we're undoing. Okay, let me repeat that again. Rabbi Yosef holds that the rabbis convened Betza Asura. They came along and said, Noda Bezu, Asura Bezu. That's what Rabbi Yosef holds. It was a rabbinical uh, convention, the Minyan, the Quarum, and they said the egg is Asura on the first day, it's the second day. And we know the reason, by the way. What was the reason? Because when the rabbis instituted two days of Rosh Hashanah, they instituted as a one entity. They made both days Kodesh, like we said, they stopped accepting witnesses after Minha. They made the first day Kodesh, they made the second day Kodesh, therefore it's one long Kiddushah, no Dabizu, Asur Dabizu. Rabban Yohanan ben Zakai did away with the Minha law. So seemingly, once you do away with the, Rabban Yohanan did away with the accepting the witnesses after Minha, so now one day is Kodesh and really one day is Hall. So technically the egg law should just fall to the side. Let me say it doesn't work that way. You can't just say it doesn't apply anymore. You need this Achaim to come along and say, we're retracting the egg law. And since they didn't do that, it stands, even though the reason doesn't apply anymore. So the Kavanaugh's question is, well, how do you know that? How do you know that when there's a law, and even though there's logic to say the law doesn't apply, you need an official retraction? So the Kavanaugh's mina amina. The Kavanaugh's actually giving three proofs to this. Mina amina la, Lech emor laem. God tells Moshe, go tell the people, shuvu lachem lahu lechem. Go back to your tents. We'll see what this proof is. The Gemara will tell it to us. The Omer, second proof. Bimshokha yovel. When they blew the shofar, hemma ya'lu bahar. The animals can go back and graze on the mountain. Again, we'll see what this proof is as well. Third proof. Vitnan. Kerim reva'i. That's the grapes of the fourth year. The grapes of the fourth year of a vine are Kodesh. You have to take them to Yerushalayim and eat them in Yerushalayim. Haya olel Yerushalayim. Okay, you have to go up to Yerushalayim. Mahalach yom ehad. If you're one day's distance from Yerushalayim, the Hachamim said, you must bring the grapes up to Jerusalem and eat them. If you were further than a day, then you were allowed to make pidyon. You were allowed to take the grapes put the Kiddushah on money, and bring the money up to Yerushalayim. But the rabbis made a takana. If you're in one day's walk to Jerusalem, we want you to bring the grapes themselves up to Yerushalayim. And why they do that? Because they wanted the marketplaces and the streets of Israel to be adorned with fruit. Everybody's coming to Yerushalayim with fruit. It's beautiful. So therefore they made a takana. If you're within one day, we're not giving you the pidyon option. The guy's going to come up with coins. We want you to bring the fruit up to Jerusalem to make Yerushalayim beautiful. So the Gebra gives you the borders. Lechol Tzad. Right? This is to all the sides. Vizui Tehumah, this is the border. Elat Minadarom. The southern border would be Elat, meaning from Elat and on. You have to come up to Yerushalayim. Akrebet Minasafon. The city of Akrebet in the north. Lod mina ma'arav, the western border was the city of Lod, the Yarden mina Mizrah, and on the eastern side it was Jordan. What's the logic why the rabbis wanted these people to go up to Yerushalayim with their kerem levai? Again, in order to adorn the streets of Jerusalem. With Perot. Vetanya, we have a Braita. Kerem Reba'i, Ayalul Rabili Ezir, Bemizrah Lod. Rabili Ezir had a vine in the eastern side of Lod. Now, Lod, we said, was to the west of Jerusalem. So he was on the eastern side of Lod, which is closer to Jerusalem. So that he was within the border of Jerusalem. Besat Kefar Tabi, which is actually the location where his vine was. Ubikesh Lafkiro La'anim. 
And he said, you know what? Uh, I'm, it's too much of a hassle for me to bring these fruit up to us. I guess he had a lot of fruit. I carry all these fruit up to Yerushalayim. You know what? I'm going to make them hifkir. I'll make them uh, and let the anim come along and they'll take it up to Yerushalayim and they'll eat it. So he was trying to you know, get off the fact to take them up to Yerushalayim because he held, you got to take them up to Yerushalayim. Now you have to remember, the Bili Ha'ezid already, he must have held that the law of Kirim Levi still applied after the Hurban Bet HaMikdash. There is an opinion that says that the Kiddushah of Yerushalayim was not only in its time when the Bet HaMikdash was there, but even after the Bet HaMikdash was destroyed, the Kiddushah was still there. So he held the law of Kirim Levi still applied, that you had to bring up the fruit to Yerushalayim, of Kodesh. And he held that what? Since he's in the radius, he can't make Pidyon. Now, uh, even though at the time of the Hurban, seemingly the reason doesn't apply. Because the whole reason was what? In order to adorn the streets of Yerushalayim with fruit. Mm. Who are you adorning it for now? The Goyim? Who was ruling over Jerusalem? The Goyim. So therefore the law, of the rabbinical law of bringing it up to Yerushalayim to make Jerusalem beautiful, obviously did not apply. But you still see what? Rabbi Li'ezer was trying to get out of the law by just saying what? Hefkir. <coughs> so watch what the Gemara says. Amrul Tamidav. So the students tell Rabbi Li'ezer, Rabbi, Kevar nimnu alecha haverecha v'tiru. Rabbi Li'ezer, the rabbis had a meeting, and they came along and said, you don't have to bring these fruits to Jerusalem. You could make pidyon, even if you're within one day. Man haverecha, who's, uh, who's the rabbi's friends? Rabban Yohanan ben Zakai. So the Gemara says, Ta'ama dinimnu. It's only because they reconvened and undid the law. Halonimnu. No. But if they wouldn't have convened, even though the reason doesn't apply, the law still would have been intact. No, again, they went out of the way to say. The fact that the students went out of the way to say, Rabbi, don't worry about it. You don't have to make your fkir. You can bring the money up to Jerusalem yourself. You're allowed to make pejon. The person, I can make pejon. What do you mean? You're not to make pejon. I'm within one. Uh, I'm in the radius. Nah. The rabbis already sat down and said, since Jerusalem is destroyed and there's goyim there, the law doesn't apply anymore. Bringing fruit up to Jerusalem to make it look beautiful. Therefore, the rabbis did away with the law. Now, implying if they didn't do away with the law, the law still would apply, even though the reason doesn't apply. Mm-hmm. Therefore, you see what. That once the tekkenah is made by the hachamin, even though the reason doesn't apply, you still need the rabbis to come along and reconvene, reconvene and, and undo it. So now the Gibran says, My ve'omer, my ve'omer means like this, what was the first pasuk? <clears throat> now we're going back to the first pasuk. The first pasuk God told Moshe Rabbeinu, Shuvu lachem, lachem. Go tell the people, go back to your tents. When was this? This was after Matan Torah. Before Matan Torah, God told the people, separate from your wives for three days. After the Matan Torah, God tells them back, go back to your tents. So the Gemara wants to know, first of all, what is that proof? How do you see anything from that pasu? And secondly, what do you need two pesukim for? Because in that bright that we wrote two pesukim, we wrote shuvu lachem laholechem, and then the second pesuk was bimshocha yovel. When the shofar sounds, the animals can go back to the mountain. So the Gemara is asking a double question. Number one, what is the first proof? And secondly, once we figure out what the first proof is, what do you need then the second proof? So the Gemara says like this: Achi ka'amar mechdi keti ve'yunichurim l'shoshet shemim al tigeshu el isha. The Pasuk clearly says, God tells the people, prepare yourself for three days, don't go next to your wife. Now, what does that mean? After three days, you can go back. Why did God have to specifically tell them, go back? For me, you see, that just like God made a law, Keep away from your wives for three days. After three days, the law doesn't apply. And still God had to retract it. So you see that when the rabbi makes the law, right? Even though the reason doesn't apply anymore, you still need them to convene and take it away. Got the proof? Doesn't matter. No, no. Which means, and still, the reason doesn't apply anymore. Right, the reason doesn't apply anymore. It was a three-day rule. So the chaurah, it's patel on its own. No. 
since the rule was made, b'minyan, right? Minyan means over here, Kadosh Baruch Hu, so to speak. Therefore, it has to be retracted, it has to be repealed. Same, same thing in the other cases. The rabbis only made their laws because of these factors. The factors go away. So the law goes away. No, the law itself needs to be repealed by the one that, by the same hachanim or hachamim that, that made it. Now, now maybe you're going to argue and say, that's not a proof. No. Maybe all this pasuk is coming to tell us is a different thing. When God was saying, it was not to retract the other law. The other law is retracted on its own. One to three days are up, the law goes away itself. But this was Borelam giving them a mitzvah to say, Go back to your tents to fulfill the mitzvah of Onah. So maybe from here we learn that it's a mitzvah for a person to, to be with his wife. But how do you know that this is a retraction? Maybe God was giving them a, 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 a new mitzvah of Onah. So the Gemara says, that's right, so we have the second proof. What's the second proof? B'mshoch ha'yovel. B'mshoch ha'yovel, according to that she means, when they would blow the shofar, after Matan Torah, before Matan Torah was forbidden to go next to the mountain. They were not allowed to go approach the mountain. The mountain was Kodesh. Once the Matan Torah experience was over, Shekinah left the mountain. They blew the shofar. Then already the animals were allowed to go back to the mountain. So it says, When they sounded the shofar, a long sound, Now they were able to go approach the mountain. The Gebra says, it says that the animals cannot graze in front of this mountain. What does it mean, this mountain? This mountain that has Shekhinah on it, the animals cannot graze. Implying, once the Shekhinah leaves, do whatever they want. So what do you need the Pasuk to tell me when we blow the Shofar? What do you, what do you need the Heter of the Shofar? Just once the Shekhinah goes away. So it says, Bimshokhe Yovel Amali. But what do you need the Pasuk? Yovel. Shma'amina, davar she'biminyan. Sidikh minyan ahel atiro. Again, you see the same concept. Since Bore Olam was all said it, don't go next to the mountain. Even though he gave a reason. Don't go next to the mountain because the Shekinah is on the mountain. Right. Doesn't matter. Even though the reason doesn't apply anymore, the Shekinah is gone. Still, you need an explicit Eter. So they If I only had these two Pesukim, what are my two Pesukim so far? The Pesuk of Shuvu Lachem Laolechem and the Pesuk of Mishoch Hayovel. I would argue in Senna, maybe that's only on Deoraita laws. These two laws are Deoraita. On a Deoraita law, once it's decided, so you need it to be repealed. Aval But maybe I'll tell you on a rabbinical law, like the case of the egg on Yom Tov, Noda Bezu, Asura Bezu, which is a, a Dirabbanan, maybe I'll tell you that if the reason doesn't apply, yeah, so maybe you don't need to have a, to repeal it. Kebra says, Tashema Kerim Reva'i. I'll give you the case of Kerim Reva'i, the case of the grapes. Kerim Reva'i Dirabbanan. Now what's Dirabbanan about it? The rabbis were the ones that instituted that you can't do pigeon if you're within a walking distance, uh, one day distance of Yerushalayim. Why? Because they want you to adorn Jerusalem with fruit. That's a rabbinical item. And still what? The Bili Ezer had to be told that listen, they repealed it. Even though the reason didn't apply in this time because Jerusalem was under the Goyim. But still the rabbis had to repeal it. So what do you see from them here? You see that even on the rabbinical law, it needs Nimnu Vigavra. The Ka'amli land, the rabbi, the students told the Bili Ezer, Kevan Nimnu Alecha Haverecha Vetiru. So therefore, what do you see from over here? You see that uh, uh, Rabbi Yosef is bringing a proof that originally the Betzah was Asura on both days because of fact. Two days were Kodesh. Right. I don't care when the Yohanan bin Zakai came along and did away with that Takana, meaning he allowed witnesses on the first day to after Minha. Therefore, after the Yohanan bin Zakai already, the first day was Kodesh and the second day was Hall or vice versa. Therefore, the Ka'ora, the reason of the egg doesn't apply, doesn't matter. The egg is still going to be asur because the rabbis never repealed it. That's in Yosef's logic. And I proved it to you that what? That you see when I, there's a takana that's made, 
Even if the reason doesn't apply, you need the achamim to repeal. So it says, "Vechitema betsaname imnu ala Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakai v'shariua." And maybe you'll tell me, yeah, maybe the rabbis convened again and they uh, overruled and they repealed the eglo. No, he imnu aedut abetsa lo imnu. No, Rabbi Yochanan says they only convened on the testimony law. But they stopped it. They, 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 we're now going to start accepting testimony from Minha and on. But they never repealed the law of the Betzah. So therefore, while we're accepting witnesses now all day, but still the Betzah is going to be Asur from Yom Tov to Haberu. That was of Yosef's logic. So it comes Abaye and says, Amale Abaye, Atu Betzah So hold it. Rabbi Yosef, your whole starting point is wrong. When did the rabbis ever convene about the Eglo? Never. What the rabbis convened about, the original law was, the egg was a result of the, of the law of Rosh Chodesh, of the Eidut. Once the Eidut law doesn't apply anymore, and that was repealed, automatically the egg law falls away. So he says, It's dependent on the Eidut. It's our Eidut, it's our Besa. As long as the Eidut after Menachah was Asur, the Betzah is also Asur. Ishtereh Eidut, Ishtereh Betzah. So therefore, Abayin knocks off Rabbi Yosef. Rabbi Yosef, you're coming along and telling you, Oh, Rabbi Yosef, take around the Betzah. And they never repealed the Betzah. They only repealed the Eidut. He said, what are you talking about? There was never a take around the Betzah. The whole Betzah was dependent on what the status of the Eidut was. If the Eidut was there, then the Betzah is there. If there's no Eidut, so then there's no Betzah. So therefore he comes along and says, if it's born on this day, it should be Mutar on that day. Rav Adav and Rav Salman. These two rabbis came from a place called Kiluhit. Amre, they said, Af mitakarat Rabban Yohanan ben Zakai ba'ilach, betza'asura. Oh, they come along to us. Still, we're going to say, even after Rabban Yohanan ben Zakai, he did away with the takana, and therefore the kaurat, safek yomna, safek ho, safek kodesh, still the egg is going to be asur. Why? My ta'ama, mehera yibane betamikdash. The problem is like this. We're worried the Beit HaMikdash, Pezat Hashem, is going to be built. The Yomru, they're going to say like this. Ishtakad milo achalnu betzah b'yom tov sheni. Let's say, hold it. Last year, an egg that was born on the first day of Rosh Hashanah, we ate it on the second day. And they were allowed to, because really it was safek. Safek, yo safek, kol safek kodesh. So that's what's going to happen. Now the Beit HaMikdash is going to be built. Once the Beit HaMikdashkin is to be built, they're going to go back to the original Takana, not to accept witnesses after Minha. Yeah. Now the original institution of two-days Kodesh is going to apply again. Now the two-day Kodesh was going to apply everywhere. That means the second day of Rosh Hashanah is not going to be Safek anymore. It's going to go back to the Kodesh. And they're going to say, well, last year we ate it, so we'll eat it this year. So therefore, in order not to have a Takala the next year when the Beit HaMikdashkin is going to be built, the rabbis had to institute it even when the reason didn't apply. They're not going to realize They're not going to realize last year it was two Kedushot because it was Misafek. Right? Because now we go back to the original Takala. So the Gebra says, hold it. If this is what you're concerned about, Edut which means you're worried about the problems of the Beit Hamikdash. Maybe the Beit Hamikdash is going to be built, right? We're going to have uh, problems. So why did you make a takana that you can accept testimony after Minha? Because what's going to happen next year when the Beit Hamikdash is going to be built? So well, next year we accept the testimony after Minha. Now we'll accept testimony after Minha. If you're worried about takalot that can happen after the Beit HaMikdash, Rabban Yohan, you made a takalot, right? After the Beit HaMikdash is destroyed, we allow testimony after Minha. Right? Why don't you say, can't do that? Because next year the Beit HaMikdash is going to be built, and they're going to make a mistake. And what are they going to say? Last year we accept the testimony after Minha, so this year we'll also accept. And the halakha is you can't accept. Because you're going to make a problem with the Tamichel Barabayim with the with the Shir. Just like you're telling me with the Betzah, you had to forbid it on the second day. Because you're concerned about a Tekala, because maybe the Betzah might be built. So the Kaura, why then did you allow to accept testimony after Minha 
maybe the Beit HaMikdash next year is going to be built. Well, this year we accept the testimony of the Minha. We'll accept it this year also. And if you accept it this year, you're going to have a problem with the Levim saying the wrong sheet already in Minha. And therefore, you're going against Salaga. Gebra is hold it. Exactly. The Gebra says, which means like this. Who's involved in the Edut? Who accepts Edut? Betty. Betty knows what they're doing. Betty's not going to make a mistake. Last year we did this. This year we did that. We can trust Betty that they'll know the difference between this year and last year. So therefore, since it's only a Betty item, I'm not worried about a Gezerah. But the law of the egg, the egg applies to every single Jew. And you can't trust that every single Jew is going to be able to figure out, well, last year we were able to eat the egg because it was Sefik. And this year, now we can't eat the egg because it's Kiddushah. They're not going to know the difference. So therefore, when it comes to the egg, we have to all say that even when the law doesn't apply, because maybe the Bethlehem doesn't be built. But when it comes to the Eidut, we're able to, to make a difference because Bethlehem is not going to make a mistake. The Gemara concludes, Rabba Amar, he also concurs that even from the takana of Rabban Yohanan ben Zakai and on, Asura, which means that the Betsa is going to be Asura. Kodesh Kodesh. So he gives a logic. I'm going to conclude with this. He says, you're right. Rabban Yohanan ben Zakai made a uh, takana. Who is this takana? If the witnesses come after Minha, we accept them. Rabban Yohanan ben Zakai. If they come after Minha, we accept them. Now, how do we understand that? Oh, right, right, right. that was after. We accept them if they come after Minha, which means today is Kodesh and tomorrow is Hol. Okay? Uh-huh. Which means one day is uh, Kodesh uh-huh. and the following day is uh, Hol. So it comes comes the, the rabbi along and says like this. Uh-huh. Understanding is takana wrong. Really, they would the gabim They would treat both days kodesh, which means benamin haul mala both days. Because how? Look at Rashi. Rashi says milo modeh. Bottom line, bottom Rashi. Three lines on the bottom. Afalgav de tiken lekabel idu tachlish kolayom. Even though he accepted the, the, accept the testimony all day, liyot monim lemoadot menarishon, which is we're going to accept it the first day, which means that you start counting ten days from the first day for Kippur and fifteen days for Sukkot. But even if they came after Minha Aval, milaasot yom tov sheni lo neakirat takanarishonam mekoma, you still have to treat the second day as yom tov. He didn't do away with the second day yom tov. All the Banyo Hanam ben Zakai said, we accept witnesses after Minha, mm-hmm. meaning it's going to be considered for sure Rosh Hashanah. Count 10 days from this day to make Kippur. Count 15 days from this day for Sukkot. But the Banyo Hanam ben Zakai never said that the second day we're not going to also treat as Rosh Hashanah. The second day, of course, Rosh Hashanah. I'm not doing away with the original Takana. It's two days Rosh Hashanah. All I meant to say is when I accept witnesses after Minha, meaning you can count this the first day as Rosh Hashanah for the calculations of the of the future holidays. But the second day, you also have to treat. So we always understood, no, Rabban Yohanan was doing away with the second day. Right. We thought when he said you accept after Minha, meaning today is Kodesh, tomorrow is Hol. Rabban is saying, no, nah, you misunderstood his calculation. He's saying, no. Both days are always Kodesh. So what did you do, Rabbi Yohanan? What did you do? All I told you is that normally before Rabbi Yohanan came along, if the witnesses came after Minha, Rosh Hashanah was both days, but you calculated the holidays of the second day. Before Rabbi Yohanan ben Zakai. You calculated from the second day, if they came after Minha. After Rabbi Yohanan ben Zakai, all he's telling you is, after Minha, you calculate from the first day, but you still do the second day, and therefore still one long Kiddushah. So therefore Rabban comes along and says, even after Rabban Yohanan ben Zakai, Besa Asura Bezu, Vasura Bezu. So comes out, you have Rabban that says Besa Asura Bezu Bezu, because of his logic. You have uh, the logic of the rabbis before, of Salman and of Adda, 
that also want to say Tasu because of Mehra Yibane Betamigas. So those two Shitot are going to say Asur. And then you have on the Na'amud uh, Lishon, you had opinions that wanted to say that uh, according to our time after Rabban Yohanan ben Zakai, it would be Mutar. Uh, that would be Rav and Shmuel that would want to say that in, there would be a difference between Eris Israel and Chutzlaharis. Uh, that in Eris Israel would be okay, and Chutzlaharis would be Asur. Okay, and the other Rabbis want to say it would be Asur everywhere. But I continues. Gemara concludes and says, Halakha follows Rav in the previous three halachot, whether his opinion was Nekula, whether his opinion was Humrah. The first case that Rava ruled on was when you have a Shabbat next to a Yom Tov. So he said, Nolad Bezeh, Asura Bezeh. That if it's born on one holy day, it's forbidden on the next holy day. Why? Because he subscribed to the subject of Hachana. And therefore we said that Yom Tov is not allowed to prepare for Shabbat, nor is Shabbat allowed to prepare for Yom Tov. So that's the first ruling where we rule like Rava. The second case was two Yamim of Galuyot. Okay, we have the two days of Galut. Uh, so we say that what? Nolad Bezeh, Mutar Bezeh. Because regarding the two days of uh, Galuyot, they considered Safek. One day is Kodesh, one day is really Hol, Safek. We, we, we're treating it, we're not treating it as Yomah Arikhta, we're not treating it as a one long Kiddushah, and therefore we're lenient, Rolad Bezeh, Mutar Bezeh. The third law, regarding the two days of Rosh Hashanah, Rava ruled, Nolad Bezeh, Asura Bezeh, because uh, we treat Rosh Hashanah as one long day. So that is the basic uh, principle of the Gemara over here that in the three halachot we rule like Rava ben Nekula ben Dehumra. Amen. Amen.